Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am your co-host Cliff Schechter along with that ever, ever popular Greek man. Ever effervescent. Uh, evergreen, ever, I'll, I'll stop now. John Erevosis. Hello there, John. Woo-woo. So somebody on TikTok in the comments told me, that it's really, at least there are a bunch of liberals I finally found out, but the conservatives, you look like as if Chris Cuomo had a child with Rachel Maddow. And I wrote the guy back and I was like, so you're saying I look like my father was a really I mean, hot, well, a really hot buff Italian guy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you made me think of it. I don't I was know. Why say, I, I mean, they're actually both attractive. Rachel's they're, not they're bad either. People, and Cuomo's so like, really see where that's made. Have you seen Cuomo when he no, does the, um, when he does the weather, uh, you know, weather crises and goes around for hurricanes and stuff? He wears this tight little shirt. The guy is scary buff. Scary buff. Cuomo is. I, I haven't seen it, but I believe. Oh you. God! And yeah. again, like. Yeah. He's not like they're not like they're not sitting there and saying like you know <laughs> you look like a mixture of Louis Gohmert you know and yeah. uh, I mean I don't I don't even want to get into it um, but it just makes me case, I, anyway go so on so folks yes. here's what we got yes today's show so new details have come out and everything you ever thought about Brett Kavanaugh and the lack of FBI investigation into him of course was true it's kind of like a theme that John and I do here things you thought that were true that were um, we've also got. Um, the, the fact that uh, Thomas Barack or Tom Barack, uh, who is like one of Trump's oldest friends, yes, Trump has like three of them, um, and who was the chair of his inaugural committee, spoke about him at the convention, was very involved, uh, was arrested. Uh, uh, he's being charged with alleged espionage and actually being charged under seriously as a spy. Well, you know, that's the, the charge will go into that, too. Um, he what else do we have john we've got covid we've got a first case lots of, of covid updates all i can ever think of all i can ever think of is is the movie revenge of the nerds lambda 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 sorry if you don't remember that one but um sounds like a greek fraternity has now come to attack yep. us john try lambs um, try lambs you should um right you should know you're you're greek um and so i'm <laughs> sorry um so we, we and so jim we, jordan is the final topic yes and we've got Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan, Nancy Pelosi rightly said that, that we want to get to the bottom of January 6th, that we're not going to turn this into a circus, and therefore rejected Jim Jordan. And I think the other guy's name is Jim, too, isn't it? Banks, Banks. who both, both are insurrectionists and deniers and accepted – I'm sorry? No, go on. You know what? I think we're, uh, we've got a What'd delay going on again. I simply said correct, but I think we've got a delay going on oh. again, so it's playing that, oh. it's playing that game. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, so, so, but she was, she was, she already appointed Liz Cheney of her own volition and was willing to accept the other three, you know, Republicans who are normal as Republicans go. And actually, let me me jump um, in. uh, A couple of, a couple of the others, if not all three were also, uh, insurrectionists, so to speak, meaning they, they voted not to certify the election. And Pelosi even said, I was okay with some of the others not having certified the election. That wasn't the issue. So she actually went the extra mile on that. They weren't. They weren't normal. Is my point. <laughs> well, no, but isn't, isn't I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong because at least Stefanik was once a moderate and chose to do what she did. But isn't Rodney, whatever his name is, from your home state? Like I thought he was a moderate. I didn't think he supported I, I that crap. I don't know. I do know for a fact because she even said so that some of the others uh, voted not to certify the election. 
I My guess is one or, one, or, one or two. I would think he would be among the ones who would have because he's always been much more moderate and at least semi-reasonable. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that wasn't her... Uh... That wasn't well, her, in any case, her litmus test, I mean, yeah. In any case, we'll just say that as this is the, the summarizing phase, a lot of yep. folks, including I think the two of us right here, are calling for her now. Even if she puts a couple more Democrats on instead, she, in my opinion, absolutely had Adam Kingsinger and then choose among Meyer and Upton, who are both from Michigan, um, and put one of them on there. So you'll have three Republicans. No one, All of them voted for impeachment. Nobody can say that it's not bipartisan. And uh, Upton and and... Uh, Meyer and Kinsinger are all from the Midwest, so they can't even use that elitist coastal bullshit that they'll try. Right. But in any case, that's oh, everything. But going they will. On. But they will. Of course they will. <laughs> but it's just it doesn't. It's not as yeah, yeah, easy yeah, yeah. to do that when people are are from parts where people can point to a map and say, "This is where I'm from." <laughs> um, yeah. In any case, John, where would you like to begin? Um, you know, let's start with Kavanaugh. We usually start with COVID, but Kavanaugh is a new story. Outrageous. <sighs> And all of so that. you'd like to start with a whole different disease? Sorry, a whole different disease. Yeah. Um, why don't you start summarizing Kavanaugh since you just read the article this morning? Yes. Well, so we, you all may remember. You know, it seems like ages ago now. But when when um, there they were going through the Supreme Court uh, process uh, in the Senate, Kavanaugh doing the hearings um, when he was yelling about beer and working out with Squee and the guys and showing oh, that he's temperament. Got that name. Remember that. Yeah. was temperamentally unfit to be anywhere near a court, much less the Supreme Court, um, that that they were that Christine Blasey Ford came out and gave a compelling testimony that this man had sexually assaulted her. There were a couple other women who came forward and talked about similar incidents, including we now know in a post that went up at Medium, a former Republican acolyte of Ken Starr's, Judy Hirschman, who says – during the actual uh, impeachment against Bill Clinton, at one point uh, that uh, Kavanaugh came into her into the office, started screaming at her, getting into her face, and chasing her around the office. Oh, She's a fucking man. And she gave this testimony to Republicans and Democrats, which maybe one of them was Lisa Murkowski, which maybe led Lisa Murkowski to be the one to vote against Kavanaugh. Of course, she gave it to Jeff Flake, who now we'll get everybody on the show screaming about Jeff Flake being an ambassador. <laughs> um, and he still, he, and that led him to pause and say that the FBI, here's my great transition here in this, that led Flake to say, we need to pause this a week and have the FBI have a chance to look into this, right? Now, as we all know, um, the FBI, first of all, a week investigation is a joke anyhow. For the highest court in the land, they should have paused it three months. And, and done a real investigation. Right. They, but what they did is they put up a hotline and they said, anybody can call in or write in. Okay, here we go. Ready? And this is, this was coming from the DOJ under, under Ray at the time, right. the FBI. Um, they got 4,500 tips, 4,500 tips about right. this man's misbehavior. Okay. I'm sure some of them are bullshit and made up right. and whatever, but you got to believe if you got 4,500 in a week, Right. Yeah, so here's what came out. The FBI, they, Ray finally delivered the materials that Sheldon Whitehouse, who I think is the head of the Judiciary Committee or somewhere up there, has right. been demanding for a year and a half. And they got the, the materials. The materials that basically made two things very clear. One, um, they have all the 4,500 tips. They didn't, they didn't follow up on any of them. None of them. Oh, you're kidding. One. Oh, I didn't know none that. Yes, none of them. Uh, they sent up a tip line that 
apparently didn't it, it would be like if a tree Wait, fell on the forest. Can I, can I ask does the article say anything about whether for example devil's advocate what if the 4500 sure. tips were i'm a liberal and he's an asshole don't support him and then obviously you don't follow up because that was a bogus tip sure and i assume it doesn't and i assume there were plenty that were like that but 4500 there must have been something. I mean, we, we know beyond Christine Blasey Ford, two other women came forward that had very Actually, at the time who, who had very yeah. reasonable uh, accusations. And then we now know that since then that Judy Hirschman, who in a whole nother, you know, thing that we'll talk about some other time, who also in, ended yeah. up Ken Starr started an affair with yeah. her. If you ever wanted to just remember that Ken Starr is who Ken Starr is. You know, um, so and, real quick, but she let me defend you really quick, so to speak. What is interesting is if these tips were all bogus and bogus on their face, meaning he's an asshole, don't support him or whatever, the FBI would have announced, and we've received 4,500 tips. Each, you know, all of them were jokes. Not a single serious tip came in just to buttress themselves and show how due diligence they were at the time. They never said that, which makes me feel like right. they, they did play game. No, no, me too. Um, so, I mean, so... Of those, and, and here's the best part, that it's just so utterly ludicrous that it kind of leads you to know where we're coming from on the, uh, where, where like, um, sorry, lost my head for a second. Let me straighten this out. That is so ludicrous that, and that it leads you to understand exactly what DOJ was doing to kill right. Donald Trump's ass and either work for him or just not piss him off, which is any of the tips that they deem to be like reasonable they turned over to the White House counsel and the White House and, and for them to investigate. Wait, you're, you're and kidding. They said, no, I'm not kidding you in the slightest. And they claimed in, and then here, here's the, they said that what they did with those tips after we gave them to them, we are not, we are unsure. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> I'd be willing to go with a bonfire for any of yeah. those tips would be my yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, you know. Wow. But mind you, if this was had um had we done this with our Supreme Court nominees under Obama, the oh Republicans would have the Republicans would not only would impeach him, but if you didn't have the votes, every freaking day would be spent talking about the illegitimate criminal sitting on the Supreme Court. They would destroy yep. to the point where the Demo to the point where Democrats would probably call for their own nominee, uh, their own court justice to step down for the good of the party and the good of the country. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. No, absolutely. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Well, do you ever catch yourself thinking when you're looking in the mirror, Ugh. Ew. I wish those under eye bags would just go away. 
You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing the new Genucel Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using Genucel for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. I love it. I use the entire line of products. It is my favorite skincare I've ever used. Um, they guarantee it, though. Results in the first 12 hours or your money back. Order now. Get 50% off all Genucel packages for summer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. I use it every single day. I get so many compliments. Check it out. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. And then we'll talk about that asshole Briar again. I'm getting more and more pissed off about him every day. Yep. All we need to do is lose one Senate seat and we lose the majority and Breyer, the asshole, dies and hands his seat to the Republicans. Selfish bastard. So, yes, no, I agree. And honestly, I I really do think in a massive way, um, and I don't care, and I'm not buying into the, the, uh, you know, the the leftist who you're you're not a woman so you can't talk about it fuck you i'm a human being and i'm an american and i care about my country what what ruth bader ginsburg did will will tarnish her legacy in the end she should have stepped down i don't give a shit yeah i mean i she did so much good and if she'd stepped down from the goddamn court um when she when she knew she was sick we we wouldn't be sitting here in the same exact position we're in right now at least it wouldn't be quite as right wing in court yep in I mean, her 80s, I think she doesn't, she I don't, like three you know, kinds of cancer or something. I mean, it was horrific with the stuff she'd had. Yes. You don't get to ignore that. So, so if, if, yeah. if, million, if thousands of women die of botched abortions, we're not supposed to say anything because Roe versus Wade is overturned. We're not supposed to say anything just because, you know, she, she yeah. earned being able to stay on the court and die there. Yes. I, I don't want to go off on it, but you know how I no. feel. So, and and I'll, well, let me just say, Cliff, too. Number of us, I tried to gingerly raise that point when she died. Oh, people freaked out. No, of course. I'm a man. No, I'm not allowed you, to say anything. She No, I'm I'm an she, American. So she betrayed us. No, I'm, I'm sorry. She great woman, but fucking moron what she did at the end and Briar's doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even say moron is incredibly selfish. Incredibly. Right. Maybe, oh, that's an even better way of putting it. You're right cuz they're they're too smart. They're too smart. Maybe it's ego too. God, how's that scary? Cuz Briar is definitely ego. No, when somebody's going to have to get to him too, which actually is what makes the Kavanaugh thing all the more interesting because <clears throat> so have you ever seen somebody on twitter she's she's brilliant and i don't know her exact background because she keeps it a little bit her name's like she goes by lincoln's bible no no we, we should have her on sometime um because okay. she doesn't deal she i think she's let me look right now what her if she even says what her background is but like i think she's a like a researcher or a lawyer she did a whole sort of thread on how and I didn't even know any of this, which just tells you. Kennedy's dad, um, Justice Kennedy, was a mob lawyer in California. Oh, like there's no two definitively. And yeah, he yeah. took over his his dad's clients afterwards. And then he became a judge. Right. And and again, I can't prove or say anything. So I'm just throwing out little bullet points and you put together as you will. But guy had a, had a, you know, we know the way that that authoritarian states of business, they compromise people in positions of power. You know, and and place people there. Um, all we know about Kavanaugh, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, about 
Kennedy definitively is. He inherited his dad's, one of the biggest mobsters from California, was a mob lawyer, became a judge, went to the Supreme Court, and suddenly out of nowhere, there had been no talk of him leaving the bench. In fact, he even had picked his his staff, what do you call them? His his clerks. Uh, his uh, clerks, for the, yep. For the, yep. For the next um, Supreme Court sentence, you know, next round, next session, whatever we call it, the next. Uh, uh, oh, God, term. Term. term thank you. Yes. Um, and and then suddenly uh, he, he went in and had a talk with Donald Trump and everything, and suddenly he was leaving. And again, I don't want to get too conspiratorial here, but his son was the guy that approved loans for Trump at Deutsche Bank. Right. I mean – and then we don't know about cat. So, so that week, just remember, folks. Some of that stuff may have been about, about most of that, maybe a lot of it. That the tips could have been about sexual assault and, and impropriety. For all we know, we don't know. But also, the other huge thing that this is insane to me, and this is how you know the Republican Party is all about power and doesn't function as a demtity. Which is doesn't matter what the man's. There are plenty of other people besides Kavanaugh who could have gone there who are conservative. Look at Gorsuch. I can't stand him, but you wouldn't find you wouldn't be able to find any of this kind of shit on him that I'm aware of, right? Um, well, Kavanaugh, as as I think everybody listening probably knows, since everywhere had huge debts, huge. All oh, right, right. And and they and they just disappeared. And right. that how many tips did they get on that? He had a big country club debt of a couple hundred thousand. He had some other stuff suddenly gone. Who paid right. for them? Right. We don't know. Right. He literally came up with the most bogus. He's like, "Well, I bought friends some baseball tickets, you know, or and and I they bought them, and I had to pay them back for the world's." I mean, it was some contrived answer that no one's ever gotten the bottom. So I give you that. You do with it right. what you will, but but like what Sheldon Whitehouse is calling for now to finish off this segment is an actual real investigation. Yeah, into uh, Senator and, from where is he from? Is he not? He's there? from Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And and nothing is needed more when it comes to the Supreme yep. Court than a legitimate investigation into Kavanaugh. And what would Republican Jesus do? Maybe also into, into Clarence Thomas if we're willing to go back far enough. Yeah. But in yeah. any case. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, let's talk about Tom Barrack or Barack, depending how you pronounce it. So this guy is the bald guy. Uh, looks like he's probably upper 60s, young 70s, but uh, pretty good shape. Uh, he spoke during... Um, I guess the convention, right? The Republican convention, longtime friend of Trump. I believe he's a real estate guy. Uh, as Cliff said, too, was involved with their the presidential campaign as well. So he, if there are any bodies buried, he may know of some. He's been involved in a lot of stuff. He gets indicted and arrested the other day. As Cliff said, well, the the issue is that he did not register as a lobbyist for the United Arab Emirates, uh, and he also lied to have lied to FBI, which is actually an even potentially even bigger crime. Um, but what Cliff is saying now, and then the, uh, the the side point I want to get into, Cliff, is one of the things I was seeing on TV about what this actually means in terms of how this could screw over Trump and his um, but but you were saying the other thing is that it looks like, according to the guy you were quoting, uh, former prosecutor. Was so it, here, it, sure, it, yes. Yeah, tell people again what that is. So I'll give you his credentials, and you can choose to do with it what you will. But uh, his name is David Laughman. He's a lawyer. Um, bigger than that, he, he opines a lot on national security matters because he's the former chief of the Department of Justice counterintelligence section. And, you know, that's a that's a pretty big job. Um, yep, and. What he, what he wrote here in his tweet from the 21st, two days ago when, when this happened, 
is for the record, Tom Barak, Barak, whatever his name is, was not charged with violation with violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act, which right. is what you know some of these other Trump types were, were charged with. He was charged under 18 U.S.C. Section 951 for acting as quote an agent of a foreign government unquote, a law typically used for espionage like cases like Maria Butina. It yeah, seems at least what's alleged here. And I've got actually he linked, so I've got the Justice Department thing to back up what exactly what he's saying is at least what seems to be alleged is not, oh, I was lobbying for them and forgot to register, that he literally was spying for UAE, like sharing yeah, Trump information. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's, what, that's what's alleged yeah. here. Yeah, bad. Um, These people. As alleged, the defendants using their – there was one or two others besides him. This is as part of the, the indictment. Uh, the defendants using their positions of power and influence in a presidential election year engaged in a conspiracy to illegally advance and promote the interests of the United Arab Emirates in the country in flagrant violation of their obligation to notify the attorney general. Yeah. Um, let's see. The rest serves as a warning to those who had to vote at the direction of foreign governments. Um, uh, well, it seems there's anything else worth saying. In any case, um, illegally, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds the same. Right. I think it's about it. Also, and of course, he lied and obstructed uh, when the FBI agents um, asked him about it. So there's that too. Right. But I mean, you know, again, all I'd like to do is paint a picture for everybody very quickly. If we can move on to something else if we want. But mm. but you've got Donald Trump. If you do a flow chart, I mean, we're all pretty sure he prostrated himself before Putin. In Helsinki, we've had the Putin papers that snuck out of the Kremlin, which you know may be accurate. Mm. They were reported on; doesn't mean they are. But we all pretty sure that there was something going on. We know he was pretty sure he was laundering Russian money. Okay, right. but let's take Donald Trump out of the equation for a second. His down. What well, here's what we actually know, Donald, from courts of law, and in Barack's case, this indictment. Um, you get Donald Trump, his campaign manager, Paul Manafort, um, was literally sharing. American was sharing our uh, doing committing espionage for Russia. Right. With, he right. was sharing polling numbers from the Trump campaign with an oligarch Kamenik, an oligarch close to Putin. Next so we've got right. his campaign manager spying for Russia. Right. Then we have his national security advisor was planning a fucking rendition to rendition a uh, a uh, what do you call it um, a oh, Turkish uh, is it. A cleric out of the country who's a critic of Erdogan's yep. so that they could torture him, kill him, God knows what. So he's spying for Turkey. And now we know that this guy, I mean, that Barak, Barak, definitely right. not the best of the Baraks, I warn you, I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Um, as Baraks go, I think I like Barack Obama the best, Army Barak second, and like Tom Barak is like down in 47th or so. Um and so and he is, is alleged to be spying for UAE. I mean, is there anybody of the top officials around Trump who is not spying for a foreign government? Right. It's, I mean, that right. anybody can look at this and not be, not be I, what I, I'll say, the last thing I'll say this is I think when all said and done and all of this, you know, what we know more about Russia because Russia was trying to directly, you know, almost control Trump, buy Trump, whatever you want to consider right. it. But I, but, but, the way that they weakened policy with Cutter, the way that Kushner made sure that Cutter wrote off some of the debt on that shitty building he owned in New York, 666, appropriately, uh, I think Fifth Avenue. Oh, that's right, isn't that um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think they used our foreign policy to threaten Cutter to help the Kushner-Trump families. I'm guessing here, folks, I'm just saying I'm putting things together. Yeah. 
help them financially in other ways because in the end, and remember a couple of the generals spoke at the time and said, this is outrageous what we're doing to Qatar. They were, were getting in bed, some cases literally, with Netanyahu's Israel, UAE, um, and Saudi Arabia. Right. And Kushner was, was at least one of the go-betweens. I'm sure there are others. And we're going to find a lot more people, I think, as time goes on, if this stuff comes out, had those connections to those three countries and those right. three governments mm -hmm. and were spying on their behalf. Right. That's what my inclination is. Yep. Oh, well, the other thing, I was always going to say real quick. So um, uh, Eli Honig is a former prosecutor on CNN, and he was saying how, you know, if Barack Barak wants to cut a deal, the way he said it works in like federal cases is that you need to come clean on any information you have about any crime, anything you've got information. So that basically, I mean, honestly, I think it, it could go as far back as anything in this guy's entire life. But any criminal activity anywhere that you've witnessed, you've got to come clean on. And this is where it gets him in trouble with the Trump campaign or with everything, because even though the charge is uh, illegal lobbying or, and perhaps spying, anything he knows about Trump and the campaign now, if he tries to if he tries to strike a plea deal, he has to come clean on everything or he's fucked. Not only does his deal go down, but I think if you I think if you don't come clean. As a result of your plea, plea deal, that might even be another charge against you um, because then you're obstructing justice, I would argue. Uh, so very interesting. Anyway, he's um, – but again, being a Trumpy, you know, will the guy just hold firm and hope he wins the case? I don't know. Honig did he say might. that he, he – Honig did say that he thought uh, it sounded like a very strong – so who knows? Um, <clears throat> let's move on to COVID and then we'll do Jim Jordan. Uh, we've got a there's, – um, there's a lot of COVID stuff. I, let me start first, Cliff, by saying – I mentioned last time, and I think I get even more now, that clearly there's been a turnaround amongst a lot of official in Washington. Uh, even uh, Did you say Sanders, Republican dumb? Said Republican dumb, as in as an official. No, well, I'm except Republican, Republican space. dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Republican space dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Go ahead. But official Republican people in Washington uh, freaking out about the vaccine. Cliff mentioned the uh, Alabama governor, although we'll talk about her because there's 50-50 in terms of her. Um, but Hannity was even pushing the vaccine the other day and then yesterday on his radio show because clearly he got people got pissed at him and said, I wasn't push. I wasn't suggesting anybody get the vaccine, but he was. Um, Mitch McConnell weighed in. Uh, Chuck Grassley weighed in. Uh, DeSantis gave an impassioned plea for vaccines. There's clearly been a switch amongst Republicans. Uh, Steve Scalise got the vaccine. Uh, they got some kind of private briefing. I am convinced more than ever that, and sort of looking at it, the, the briefing was about literally how bad Delta is going to be and how uh, some of the quotes I'm seeing in the papers, a couple different doctors have said that either you have been vaccinated or you already caught COVID and are over it, or in the next few months, you will catch Delta. That's what they're saying. It's so contagious. So you, they are saying you will catch it, and it scared Scalise. It wasn't if, just they're sorry. saying you will catch it if you're if you're unvaccinated. If you're unvaccinated or haven't already been infected, this one no. you're going to catch. Yeah. So no. that I I think that maybe that was enough to scare people like Scalise. I, I bet you they sat there and they whoever briefed them looked around the room and said every single one of you. And by the way, Scalise, you've got lingering stuff from the gunshot you experienced. Any, all of you here, you will catch it. And any of you over 60 had better be careful because you could be like, any of you who are Donald Trump's age, I'll bet you Scalise has got to be. Right. Or Donald Trump's age, 
you're very likely going to be Donald Trump heading to a respirator and then yep. into it. So and anyway, they, and they probably yeah. will not get the experimental. If Donald Trump had not gotten those experimental <laughs> drugs, non FDA approved, right? Right. I mean, none of yeah. the, it, the, it really seems pretty clear to me he would have died if he hadn't gotten those or kind been of just amazing the, that the asshole lived considering everything yeah. that happened. I mean, obese and everything else. It's just, yeah. And by the way, Scalise yeah. is 55, so he's not quite 60. He's only he's, 55? He, God, he looks older, though. I know. Jesus. I look at people like that, and I'm like, he's Jesus. six years older than me? Because I don't look he, like that, thank God. Um, he looks the, like he's about 70. Oh, my God. Okay, he's, Cliff, he's two yeah. years younger than yeah, John, you look a decade. You, you look a decade to a decade and a half. Younger. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, so, evil does that. Yeah, it does. Evil will tell you. Remember Dick Cheney? <laughs> he was like, and when, yeah. when Dick Cheney was elected, he was like 50 and he looked 80 and somehow he's oh. still alive. But now we like the Cheney. I, I don't like, I don't like the Cheneys. Um, yeah, but I like what Liz is doing. Okay. So Steve Scalise, um, I'm looking at him. He also, if you take, if you look at an actual picture of him, he's obese too. He's obese. He's a gunshot wound victim who almost died right. and had to have surgery done. Yeah, he's a prime candidate for someone who, you know, so he, he finally, remember, these assholes before right. we did had access in December to this thing. And this asshole waited right. seven months. But I would say, again, some of it is the selfishness of themselves. But I think, again, in most of these cases, their families and whatever are true believers, too. And they right. are scared or they're, and they're close friends. They are scared. There's a couple different levels of being scared. There's one. I don't want to die. There's two. I don't want my family members and my and my friends to die. And then three. I don't want my voters to die or right. my viewers. If you're Hannity, although he right. went back on what he said because he, you know, and I, I think that's the and well, and the fourth level, which is more of a Fox News thing, private entities, whatever, is um, I don't want to be sued into oblivion. Because again, if there, if, if I know some pretty good trial lawyers from my time in democratic politics, and if they're not putting together a massive class action suit against Fox right now, I don't know what they're doing, because they should be. Well, and actually, that I've, I'm increasingly feeling like Fox is worrying about that too, which is why Hannity and those guys, at least on their shows, came out. And um, a couple of things actually about Delta too. It's been interesting because I've been trying to read all of this, and you might remember a few weeks ago, maybe even a month. ago, they were talking about Delta being way more contagious. They're talking something like possibly two times more contagious, really scary than the previous variants. Mm-hmm. But but they're, uh, they were saying, and it might be more deadly, but we don't know. We don't have enough data. The last couple of days, but I still haven't seen an article on this, and it kind of annoys me because the media is not doing their job. The last couple of days, uh, Walensky or whatever her name is, the head of the CDC, another doctor I saw interviewed in a different article, are talking about how – this is way more contagious. And she used the word virulent, but others have said deadly. And there's, there is increased chatter from people asserting that, that this actually is a more deadly or more dangerous, uh, dangerous meaning causing bodily harm uh, variant and not just more contagious. Um, I'll be curious to see how that shakes out, but it's been interesting I'm just sort of putting it out there for folks. Keep an eye on that because they're still not being totally clear. Now, having said that, uh, they did say, for example, one figure was uh, checking, you know, the noses of people who are positive. They have a thousand times the virus in their nose that a previous COVID patient would have from the previous variant. And you'll remember uh, the the amount of virus potentially means how contagious you are because, you know, you sneeze, how much virus is coming out of your nose, right? The second issue is the amount of virus can... there. Uh, 
previously they weren't sure. Now I don't know. But the amount of virus can influence how sick you get. And we had talked about this on the show, Cliff, a few months ago about chickenpox, which I vaguely remembered this. When kids got chickenpox before there was a vaccine around 1995, our parents would put us all in the room together so that every, all the kids get sick yep. at once. Chickenpox parties. Yay. Yep. Chickenpox parties. So all the kids get sick and you get other – rather than it being – Imagine one kid, you know, one kid, one kid, one kid. Well, what they found was the subsequent kids got a lot sicker. And what happened was the first kid gets sick because he had like I was at a party. I literally went to a party and got chicken pox from some girl that was there. And I mean, it's not like I was making out with her. Right. But it it was that contagious. But if you put me in a room, no, my mom didn't. But if you put me in a room with my siblings and play all day they're getting a hell of a lot more virus, <laughs> obviously, because it's it's not a party. It's 12 hours. And what they found was the more virus you got, the sicker you got, right? So not every disease works that way, but they're wondering about whether COVID works that way. So if it does, you having a thousand times more virus in you could be a lot sicker. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented Podcast. To hear the rest of the show, and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedented podcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode.